The following audio brought to you by TSF Entertainment Podcast may contain graphic descriptions of violence and or audio clips of violence or sexual explicit events. Listener's discretion is advised. They say this is a big rich town. I just come from the poet's part. Bright light city life, I gotta make it, this is where it goes down I just happen to come up hard Legal or illegal, baby, I gotta make it I never it. took a straight path, no way What's good, TSF Entertainment Podcast fans? It's your boy, the Juggernaut of Souls, and we are back With Paris the Boss, Really BTV, and the Bro Retro CG, and we are talking about Power, Episode 14, Reverse of Fortune. What's good, y'all? What's, what's going on? What's going what on? What up? What up? What up? How's everybody? We're moving. Yeah. It's been a heavy Sunday. It's been a heavy Sunday. It's been a heavy Sunday, so yeah, we moving. <sighs> well, I guess we'll go ahead and get started with this ridiculousness that we call Power. Um, <laughs> Lord, Dang. Lordy, what kind of eight? Wow, so you sound like you sound like me. Yeah, so first of all, I'm a little, I'm a little disappointed, and I, I, I shouldn't be mad at nobody but myself because I shouldn't have watched the leaks. But um, we mm-hmm. did watch the leaks. Um, I think Mondays when we got them, Mondays when we got yep. them, we watched them, and we watched them, and we actually did a spoiler and leaks episode later on mm-hmm. in the week about it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Our, hmm. our our Paris, y'all didn't happen to listen to that. Did no, because no, I don't want to know. They didn't I didn't listen. Listen. Okay. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah, I'm gonna look at it. I'm gonna look at it next week, like after you know. Yeah, but I, I hope was okay, cool, cool, I cool. hopes was that we would see something different in this episode that aired today versus oh, the y'all didn't. No, it was exactly the same. No, we didn't. It was exactly that. Exactly mm. the same. All right, so um, tonight we get to see things from Tate's perspective, which I really could have did without. Um, it did close in some gaps. It did close in some gaps for us, so I, I appreciated those moments in the episode, but um, we'll just go ahead and get into it. So the episode starts off with Tate at a bar. Um, you can tell he frequents this bar a lot. Um, he's drunk as fuck at the bar. Yeah, and- fucking cheers. Cheers moment. Everybody knows your name. I mean- <laughs> And yeah, he definitely hung, hangs out there often. And he was trying to hit, hit on the waitress, and she was like, uh, you can't handle me in your condition. And then she calls his brother and tells his brother to come get him. He's drunk as fuck. Come get him. So the brother takes him back home, and uh, we see him pass out on the nephew's bed. So what did y'all think about that scene when y'all first saw that? What, what was y'all thoughts on that? My thoughts were, damn, for two, two three seasons, what the hell the brother been at this whole time? Mm-hmm. But okay. Like I said, <laughs> why do they insist on bringing in these family storylines that we don't, that at this point are just not important? Like, it's not important, in my opinion. It's not important for us to see this dynamic between him and his wife. I mean, him and his brother. It just wasn't important to the storyline other than and again, other than the you always land on your feet type shit. Okay, we got that. But it didn't need, I just didn't understand, once again, bringing all of that in because they Three opened, new family members. Yeah, they opened up a lot of doors. Like, 
why later on in the episode, okay, I understand why you were there when you got drunk. Why you still there emptying the trash? Why didn't you go back to your house? Why, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What, what is the whole, act, like one minute you and your brother acting like best friends, the next minute he like, well, if you came around more often, it's just, it was just, it was weird, and I didn't understand why they brought it in. It was unnecessary. It was called an episode filler. It had nothing else to put in there for fucking time. Then they, they shouldn't have gave so him many. his whole hour. Then he shouldn't <laughs> have got a whole hour. You know what I mean? Right. So, I mean, me personally, I'm trying to figure out, like, if they, you know, looking at that, I can get it. Like, okay, you you trying to give us the perspective from what these characters did that day leading up to the death of uh, Ghost. But, I mean... Hell, now we didn't saw these characters. What the hell are you gonna do with them come book two? Because I'm pretty sure these other characters are still gonna be in there. Are you gonna use these characters, or is these just some people we gotta wipe out our minds? Yeah, I, I spoke on that off um off the record earlier about that. What it is is what they're doing is they're giving us this character's perspective, yes, but they're also closing out this character's arc. And within that, they're giving us the backstory to that character. What made this character, what makes this character tick, what motivates this character, what is important to this character. So we saw in Paz's episode, Angie and her family was important to her. We saw in Dre's um, episode that his daughter, my daughter, my daughter, was important to him. And um, then knowing the fact that he was in his mind abused by his mother as he was growing up and Thomas perspective his mom always favored ghosts over him so what we're just seeing is what makes this character tick so I mean I agree I don't think that takes that I had a whole episode I mean yeah, his family didn't bother me as much as Paz having her own episode but right. oh my god of course yeah. you see yeah. the next morning take gets <laughs> oh my god the family, the family is at the um, <laughs> breakfast table having breakfast the sister-in-law fix him a cup of coffee and of course he sees the dreaded announcement that everyone has seen all across New York um, and it's about um, Ghost's announcement for run for lieutenant governor and of course he spazzes out and this just sets him in motion for the day that um, I missed an important um, detail in that first scene too when he was drunk as fuck down at the bar um, he called up crew so yeah yeah, yeah he called yeah he called crew he called Croup and told Croup to come down from D.C. He had a job for him or whatever the case may be. And, of course, later on in the episode, we get to find out who Croup is. I think in the very next scene, isn't it? Yeah. So in the very next scene, we see Croup and his son, Carter. are um, They got some dude tied up in the chair. And um, I guess they're supposed to be hitting men for hire. And they're torturing the dude, um, cutting out his thigh fat. Ooh. That was Ugh. kind of a gruesome that scene. Part. Yeah, that part was... And those were the bloody feet that y'all were asking about. Which that pissed me off because they showed that in the trailer as if it was a a, a monumental character. Right, was, like it was important. Yeah, like it was an important character and it really wasn't. So I could have did without that scene. But I guess that was just let, uh, letting us know that, okay, these are hitmen for hire that he's just called to um, take care of ghosts. So what was your thoughts about Cedric Entertainer and his son? I mean, I was, that scene didn't bother me, to be honest with you. Um, we... I thought it was cool. I thought it was a nice little cameo by said. He was teaching his son, you know, the tricks of the trade, which I think that's more important. Well, no, no, it's not. I take that back. I think we needed that scene, you know, a couple shows ago, like when they were uh, following ghosts and they were shooting, they had that shootout and he got killed. I think we needed it a while ago. Not now. 
but a while ago is now. And see, that's the thing about it is that we're having to wait so long for these episodes to roll out that you kind of almost forget what's happened in episode 10. You almost have to go back and watch episode 10 again each time because each time we see a new one of these episodes, it's 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 got a different twist in it or it's got a new character that's being introduced into it or a new part of the storyline that's being introduced to it. So, um, I mean, the fact that Tate knows Hitman, that doesn't surprise me. He seems like he's grimy and dirty. So. And that confirmed what you had already said too, um, um, Retro, that him being a dirty cop, like it was meant. He was like, because um, crew even said that. Well, you know, you was already, already, you know, you was always a shady dude, shady cop, whatever. So that's been confirmed. Which I think at this point we kind of know that, but definitely confirmed that he was a dirty cop. You know, mm-hmm. and I think his brother somewhat alluded to it too um, in their discussions later on in the episode. So next, yeah. thing, speaking of the brother, we see him and the brother. They're at the shooting range. And I guess they're uh, they're setting it up for us to believe that Tate can shoot ghosts because he's a good marksman. Yeah, but that's he, the only thing I got out of right, it. Right, right. Yeah, I mean that. Other than that, um, and a little bit of conversation. That shooting one, I mean, coming from a person who trains, that shooting one's not all that great. It was okay. <laughs> well, yeah, but well, I mean, but them showing us that anyway. So really, right. uh, but I think that's what they were trying to allude to that Tate is a good. But I mean, it was the brother doing. Yeah, something. yeah. I, that's where and then, I, I picked up on and, too. And the other thing we got in that episode was the brother basically telling him, "Look, sorry that didn't work out. Come on back to the force. You know you got a job waiting for you." Like, and you saw how desperate Tate was. But you definitely saw the one thing I'm gonna give Tate credit for was no matter how bad it he got, he didn't give up. He never he felt yeah, like it was quit. over. Mm-hmm. Facts. And shout out to I his real that. life brother. I mean, I thought that was pretty uh, cool. That they actually brought in his real life brother to yeah, play and his I brother. Screwed on the up, show. I screwed up in my review. I don't know where I got Cuba Gooding from, but anyway, yeah, that's his brother. <laughs> I don't know where I got. I was like Cuba. Well, Goody, him what? and his brother, him and his brother, they play in a lot of stuff together yeah, too. Yeah, so it, but I knew that was his them. brother. I don't know why I didn't. I don't know. Anyway. Mm-hmm. This episode was directed by uh, Mario Van Peebles. So um, it was I love pretty- Mario Van Peebles. I, I I didn't I didn't expect this type of episode from him. I think the episode itself, if it was just a, if it wasn't this during this whole who shot ghost story arc, I think this would have been a great episode for him. I think he did real good with the directing on this. Mm-hmm. Um, That's my baby episode. daddy in my head. He always does a great job. <laughs> this episode should have been before Tommy's episode. I agree. It should have been episode true, six. True, true, true. It should have been six. No, six thirteen. I can agree with that. It should have been six thirteen. And Tommy's episode should have been six fourteen. I agree. So next thing we see Walsh and the DNC um representative and Ramona, they're all down to the breakfast. It looks like um pretty fancy restaurant. Looks like it might be a country club type restaurant. And of course, right. Tate walks in with a hoodie. Like everybody else in this restaurant is they seem well to do. No, and he so, would have got stopped at the damn door. Nobody knows saying. who you are, sir. He could be there looking like Trayvon Martin. I'm like, yo, how do you even get to know <laughs> Yeah, that was wild, man. I just, I, I didn't like that. And then the fact that she made And they comment, even alluded to that. Exactly. She made a comment, or oh, last thing I need to deal with is another black man in the hoodie. Like, they shouldn't even have him show up at that restaurant <laughs> looking like that. He was desperate at that point. So, I mean, it kind of made sense. <clears throat> and, of course, uh, Ramona was trying to, you know, get him to go away. She was like, go away, Taylor. I'm going to call security. And Walsh was like, look, you lost. You know, just bow gracefully. Right. You know, and they every- wanted him to concede. They wanted him to, you know. Endorse her ticket. His- endorse her, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, he pretty much tells them, fuck you. 
Um, I'm not giving up, blah, 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 blah. Ramona is just there. Then we see him, the next scene, we see him down to the church where Pastor Macedon and Pastor, he was basically telling Pastor, like, hi, it's all over. I got some feels that him and the pastor probably got some shady business dealings. That's going what on I, okay, so I was going to ask y'all. That's what I get. Yeah, that's the same pastor. Yeah, well, we all know he's shady. He's shady too. You think so? That's what I get. Yeah. yeah. I think so. I definitely think so. Okay. And All right. So that wasn't just a me thing then, because I got those vibes. Yeah, and I said that in my review. I said the same thing, yeah. That the pastor was saying. detail about it. But the shade, the pastor definitely got his hands out for something. Yeah, because he was like, you made a lot of promises, and you made a lot of promises to me. And I was like, whoa, wait Right, that's what he was like. Yeah, most importantly, you made a lot of promises to me. So he looking for his cut of whatever, whatever, whatever. Uh-huh. yeah. So um, the pastor does give him one thing. I do like about the pastor, he might be a dirty pastor, but he do know the words. So you know, he gave him um, the you devil know, know the words. The devil does know the word. You right about that? Recited better than me and you. And um, Tate pretty much Fact. tells him <laughs> that, uh, well, look, God needs to come down here and uh, work a miracle for me right now. So pastor right. is telling him not, you know, to have faith in God. And not have faith in man. So I mean, I don't think that this was a blessing for Tate. Uh, what ended up happening, I just think that it was it worked out in his favor. But I don't think right. the events that happened to everybody's lives is considered a blessing. So of course, the next scene we see is Tate down to his campaign office, and this is that scene where uh, Blanca and Sack show up to get him to coerce that statement. I could have did without that scene again, but I guess it's important to the storytelling. But we really didn't see anything different in this version of it versus what we saw in episode 10. At least I, I think that was just to remind us why he tried to call off the hit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, but we didn't need them to reenact the whole scene. We really could have just saw him them walk in and then we could have cut to him talking to Croup because we would have known why he was calling it off once we were reminded that of what that scene was. We really didn't need the whole replay, but yeah. Right. Can y'all say from, from Tate's perspective, the way that Ghost talked to him was way fucking worse. Right. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, that it was bad. It was words bad. That never happened the first it time, was bad. Time. But that, but that goes it back to that perception. Bad. He perceived the conversation that way. That was the same way with Dre. In Dre's episode, he cussed Ghost out in that scene. And we know that is not how that conversation yeah, yeah, went. And we know that's not how that went. At all. Wait till you see right. Tasha. Wait till you see Tasha. Tasha is just okay. We know. La, 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 la. Ghost told him. He said, "I'm just glad." He said, "I'm glad you. I'm glad you finally realized you, you, lost you came down here. <laughs> you came down here to kiss the ring." I was like, "Damn, nigga, nigga, you still standing here?" But they had him so audacious. <laughs> they had him so arrogant, so audacious. I guess that's the way Rashad Tate looks at him. He looks he at did. Ghost as yeah, that, that, was, yeah, that. Yeah, that was. That's what I said. That was his perception of it. Yeah. So the next thing we got, we got crew. I, I don't know where these folks be finding all these abandoned bridges and um Child. access roads, frontage roads, abandoned warehouses <laughs> all over New York. In New York, City. yeah, they know where all the meat spots at in New York. So Croup and his son get up. Shout out to Cedric the Entertainer. He had those metallic files on. So that uh right, right, right. <laughs> so he had the metallic files on. And so uh Croup was like, Look, y'all don't make me drive all the way down here from DC. You know, I need my job. Either I'm killing this person or I'm killing you. So I mean, Tate looked scared. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> but can we? Okay, can we unpack that for a second? Let's and maybe it. y'all, maybe y'all can make me understand it. 
I understand him saying, I drove all the way up here. Somebody owed me something. But I ain't never seen a hitman that pressed to kill somebody. Like, if he said it's over, I already, like, why was he worried about if, because my thing was, if he had pressed him out about getting paid, like, you owe me something. All right, cool. But that whole, you got somebody else to do it. I mean, we could do it cheaper. No, nah, man, you gave it to somebody. I'm like, dude. <sighs> You should have just been worried about getting paid because my especially thing after what ended up happening. Look what ended up happening. But listen, <laughs> Tate was at this point was not going to pay them. He just wanted them to go back home. So he was like, "Wait a minute." I mean, but so that's what I'm saying. If the argument was over getting paid, that's cool. I can go with that conversation. That's but the, the argument, argument was over. No, the argument. No, no, no. He was mad because they called off the hit. He was yeah, like, nah, he, he was mad I'm about killing the hit somebody. Yeah, he, he was, was mad because he like, he nah, fuck that. Hit. Yeah, he wanted. He like, man, yeah, you called me up here. You say, bro, somebody dead. Either yeah, you that's or the part him, I didn't. Say, I was like, why? But I think he said that because he still the end result was he wanted to get paid. So my thing is, if I come all the way up here now, you tell me you don't need me. Like, no, I'm still gonna be doing something. You gonna either pay me for nothing or you gonna pay me for something. I think then that's, that's what, what your argument pay. is. Then make that your argument. You know what I'm saying? Then then that should True. be your argument. Especially your argument when he made that comment, he was, like, uh, he was like, Rashad, you still the same old dirty cop that you always did. So it looks like they've had <laughs> they've had plenty of dealings in the past, and he's kind of yeah. shaky about doing business with Tate. So I think that's why he reacted. Like, you don't got me down here on some bullshit. Like, first of all, you call me up in the middle of the night and tell me to drive all the way down here from D.C., which is really like about maybe three hours, four hours from New York. At three best. and a half hours to four hours. Okay, so yeah. they make it seem like it was a very long trip he made, but I digress. Yeah, it wasn't. Anyway, you don't call yeah, me. Yeah, people down that don't travel won't know that. Here, you tell me you ain't got no work for me. Like this, is that bullshit that you be on, shot. So I can understand why he was upset. But you're right; they were kind of pressed about wanting to do the hit. And why did they make these hitmen so motherfucking country? They act like no, were from you know I was mad about that shit because I was like, them hitters was country as hell. Why are you boy? acting like? Because again, it would be different if they were in D.C. making a hit and they weren't from D.C. But that dude had a custom 1974, whatever the hell he was driving with DC. That was a Lincoln Mark Five. Yeah, whatever. That Mark Five. That's great. That Mark but what 5. I'm saying is, because somebody tried to argue with me earlier and was like, "How you know they was from DC? It could have been a rental car." I said, "Who the fuck written that?" <laughs> who the, oh, no, that who was a Lincoln Mark Five, and from where? That was right, <laughs> with red interior. Like, who's written that? So my thing is, the, and it had DC tag. So that's his car. Meaning you're insinuating he's from DC. Why did you make him so country coming from DC? Like, what the fuck was that for? They were trying to take away the stereotype of what normal hitmen look like, or what they do, or what they listen to. That's why they were doing all that extra shit with him listening to a little bit of everything, country and bluegrass. Bluegrass. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. That was the whole point. Yeah. They, they put a lot of pointless stuff in here, but I think it was just to fill the episode. Which which proves the point that Tate didn't need a whole episode. Right. So the next well, thing we see, we do see that these were the um people that was the next car that was watching Ghost and Ramona when they came out of the club. So next thing they do, they follow Ghost to the um to the meetup with Tommy. No, no, no. I think the next scene is when um Tate goes down to the club to warn him about the hitman. And then there you go, there you go, juggernaut. So that's your scene right there. Like Tate went in, like I fucked up. I need to warn you about something. So there uh, Paris, you was right, and Juggernaut, you was right, because there was two different things that he was coming to warn him about. I think he was warning him about the feds, and he was warning him about the hitman. Mm, yeah. So what's your thoughts on that? Um, I would just say, like, again, overall, my thoughts on that one was just like, man, you know, I mean, if, if, if honestly, like, 
I kind of wish that Ghost would have humbled himself more in that situation, man. He like, stunned him. He stunned him so bad. I understand. I understand. Okay, y'all done had bad runnings, and you know what I'm saying. I understand that. Bad blood. You know now mm-hmm. you on this you on this higher arc now, and you in a position. You know you in a position of power. But damn, bro, you cut him down, man. Yeah, you stunned him real bad. You sent him real bad. And Tate was like, fuck it. You know, I mean, I tried to do what's right and tell you what was going on, but man. You and that's what I would have done. I, I think he was also warning him about Tyreek. Whatever Dre told him about Tyreek, I think he was warning him about that too. And I feel like he was like, that too. I feel like he was like, boy, well, he was like, nigga, you still stand there? I said, oh shit, fuck that nigga. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. That whole storyline would have been different <laughs> if Ghost, I mean, if um he had listened to. Tate, which I mean, I know, you know, that's the whole purpose of it. But had he listened to Tate, that whole storyline would have been different. And that was one of the moments that I was looking for to be different in this episode versus Elite. And that would have changed the dynamic on so many things. And the thing about it is, though, Ghost, you have so many different warning signs. But I guess you got to look at it in Ghost's mind right now. He ain't thinking about nothing else. Why did we have his perspective? What the? Why? Why don't we? What is his perspective going to be in the last one? Because I feel like why don't we see the way he was looking at it? Who? We saw his. His was the one before Christmas. Yeah, his Ghost, was episode We already two, saw Ghost's perspective. I yeah. mean, his, to me, his wasn't as dramatically off as everybody else's. Everybody else's was completely fucking different when it was time for them. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it just was, I don't know, it was so weird. The whole, it's just their interpretation. It, I know, but they what? added more words. They do more. I'm like, damn, all that? Okay. Yeah, it, it, it is a little annoying, but at the end of the day, it's, it's just boiled down to just like us having a conversation right now. And if there was a another party present, each one of us are interpreting this conversation totally different. I may be getting offended by something that someone is saying. You right. may feel like it's not offensive. So that's what they're trying to show us through storytelling is that in everybody's mind and eyes, they see ghosts as what they see him as. as and whether he's right, wrong, or di- indifferent, that's what he is to them. Because in the last right. episode, it, it's very obvious. It's, and that's the one I had the most issue with. In 6.15, I had the most issue with that because this interaction is totally different. And I have to keep telling myself... Well, remember, that, that one is a subject to change. So you don't, we don't know what's going to really happen. You don't think it's going to change from what you saw, though, right? It's the character's perspective. Like, I hate this person this much that I see them this way. And I think that's how Tate is showing us that, hey, Ghost uh-huh. is this arrogant. Ghost may not have been even talking to this man like this, but in Tate's mind, that's how he felt. Like, he's sunning me right now. Like, he's sunning me right now. <laughs> yo, every hey, time shit, you say that, I hey, die. Yo, Paris, that shit was funny as hell when he said that shit. I you still here, nigga? Like, he get ready to get beat. Like, he was getting ready to get beat. So in the next that shit scene, was funny when he said that. In the next scene, you see Tate go down to this diner, this little dive diner, get a cup of coffee, and miraculously everybody in the diner recognizes him and wants a selfie. I think that was a fantasy in his mind. Like I, I, I believe he was that defeated. Some people, he was feeling that goes back that to the point. perception thing because I felt that right. way too. Uh, yeah, I personally. feel like some people probably recognized him and all but that, not but everybody in the was, restaurant. It wasn't like that. Like they, they act like Beyonce walked up in there or something. Like, come on, dude. Like it ain't that serious. The bitch had the case on. Like, look at my case. Like, really, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I, I felt that way too, Crystal. So I thought it was just me. So. That must be very clear what they were trying to show in this, in his perspective. The mm-hmm. lady, somebody might have recognized him at the restaurant, but I don't think it was every fucking body in the day. Well, listen, whatever, whatever was he really him. saw it, because he was feeling defeated at that moment. You could tell he was like, 
already depressed down. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So like that was whatever it was he saw, whatever he felt, whatever it was motivating him. Two people, he was mm-hmm. he put himself back in the game. He got his head back in the game after that point. He was like, okay, fuck it, I could do this. Yeah. It motivated him to keep pushing because that's when everybody kept coming around. Because remember the next scene, matter of fact, you might be right about that, Paris. Because the next scene, you see his uh, jump off at the office, and he's like, Oh, why are you still here? She's like, Next time you fire somebody, take the keys from him, whatever. And so now we've learned that the DNC and Ramona have sent her to try to get Tate to give in. To concede. Yeah. To give in. Uh, and he pretty much tells her, you know, to keep rocks too. Like, you know, he didn't. I mean, that dialogue I could have did without, you know. Once again, it was an unnecessary. No, nah, we couldn't. I mean, it was it. I mean, it was the build. I mean, I would say honestly, they sent her, but I get it, and I'll speak on more why I get it when we get further along in this episode as we have in the discussion. Okay. Because I think I know why they did. That. Okay. Yeah. Put me on game on that. So the next thing we see is the the fumbling, bumbling. Country hitmen from Alabama slash DC are getting ready for the job, and we see them pull up to. And I keep arguing with people. Everybody keeps saying that this is a rooftop. This is not a rooftop. That's a pier, ain't it? It's a pier. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, a pier. I like a pier. It was a it's not a rooftop. I've argued with like so many people. It's a rooftop. It's a rooftop. There's not a warehouse on top of the rooftop. It's it's an outside pier area. But anyway, right, and Tommy right. got right into his car. So how the fuck was he? Able to get the fuck out of here. Come on, you can tell he was parked on the street. Like he literally ran out of the warehouse and jumped into his car. So it, we it see that appear. interaction, which I don't think we got any dialogue in this scene. We just saw from a distance that they were shooting at Ghost and Tom. Well, no, and not in Tate's version. We didn't get no dialogue, but there was yeah, we, dialogue in everybody else's. Yeah, reenactment of that scene. Yeah. So, uh, and the only thing we learned in this scene that we didn't know in last week was that uh, that was his father. That was uh, uh, that Cedric the Entertainer was um, Brandon's father and got killed. And he pretty right. much told he Brandon to get out. He a badass hitman. Get the fuck out of here. He got his ass murked. Well, it, right. it was the son that was the bumbling hitman. He had the jam gun and he was just fumbling. Right. He missed the shot at Ghost when he had a clear shot. So it was really the son's it was really the son's fuck up. And Cedric ended up you know, trying to stay behind and give them cover while they got away. But he end up getting killed. So the son is freaking out. And um, so, I mean, I don't think that we learned anything different from that scene other than that the hitmen weren't so professional hitmen. Um, and he then the next. Tate. He calls Tate. <laughs> no, right. right after that, oh, we yeah. see uh, Tate back at the office again. The little guy, that, the little worker that's working for him was trying to steal the contacts or whatever. He, that was Chris. He threw a um, coffee mug <laughs> at him. And then we see Drake that come was in. Chris. Um, Chris who? I was about to say, was that his that name? That was Chris. His character's name that is Chris. That was his name. Oh. His, his, the, character, the character name is Chris. Oh, I thought that was trying to run yeah. the like, I thought it was, too. I thought it was, too. I'm about to say, damn, bro. I mean, yeah, you all were right. characters. But, hey, hey, he was right. Yeah. Give me a better character. Name real, though. <laughs> he said, give me a better character. Yeah, give me a better character. <laughs> I'm more devious than that. <laughs> Uh, but then we see Dre show up begging, of course, and then you know we see that whole inter- interchange between Dre. Like at this point, I could have did without that too because I mean we already know that Dre's dead. So, and then we see him call uh, Rashad, and Rashad try to be like, "Oh, uh, my, I don't got no service right now. <laughs> Please don't call this number." Right? Oh yeah. Because <laughs> he was like, uh, he was like, "You, you got my up. father." He was killed. like, 
But like they, but like he said, I tried to call it off. Like y'all the ones that insisted on killing this nigga. Mm-hmm. He said, "I try. I, you breaking up? I can't. I can't hear you, <laughs> motherfucker. I'm not breaking up." <laughs> he was mad. He was saying. But how? Did, yeah, oh, but, I guess we gotta wait till we get to that scene. I'll wait till we get to that. Never mind. But then he was upset. He was upset when Tay was like, "Why you didn't tell me there was two people there, nigga? Y'all found him." Right, and my thing is, you are a hitman. You mean to tell me that the only time you can kill somebody is if they by themselves? Like, y'all don't, it was two of y'all, like, so that makes no sense. I guess are you so. I, right I guess so. That's what they are implying. I felt the same way too, y'all. It was two of y'all, two of them. What's the problem? Exactly. <laughs> so that's the only time you can On kill somebody? On top of the fact that they didn't even know that y'all two were there, so y'all had the upper hand. So that's stupid. The whole thing is stupid. And the fact that y'all followed him there and saw that he was meeting with someone, why did y'all use that opportunity to start busting at him? Like well, y'all should have fell back and wait till he got back by himself. Exactly, especially when he came from the club. Right by himself. off, I mean, goddamn, bro. That's why yeah, I called right. fumbling, bumbling, hit man because they was just the worst. Yeah, so, they were. That was terrible. I didn't. I that didn't, that was terrible. That, that whole scene. That was, whole thing was te- yeah. That whole that whole series was just terrible. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. They were to put the episode together and just go on or whatever. Okay, you go here. All right. So next, we see Tate show up at the empty ass daycare, and I don't know why Tasha is going there every day at this point. Still in well, the I think it's all the same day. I think, I think oh, all yeah. these scenes are the same day. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Empty. Yeah, it was all empty the same day. So. Yeah. Look, Tate went to the druggy daycare. What the fuck? Wait, why well, don't remember that? Yeah, Tate went to druggy daycare. Okay. Yeah, and and this is where I start coming unglued. Because at first I was a little bothered by him hiring the hitman uh, for my boy, but he tried to make that right. But Ghost fucked that up. So now he's going over here, lying to the feds, trying to put charges on him, trying to hire Dre to take him out. And now you down down here telling Tasha a whole bunch of lies of her ignorant ass, ghetto ass, hood banshee. Oh uh, wow! You know I what would have been I just smart? Know. Why did she hook up I just knew she was going. I just knew she was gonna believe what the fuck Tate was saying though. She did. And she was just like she was just like, uh, um, you know, ghost. No, she no, she didn't for she didn't believe him. She was like, I don't think Ghost would have just freely told you that kind of information. And you know, it sounds like you and Ghost are up to some bullshit. She believed you know, him. and then she was just kind of going back and forth with him. She believed him. And it's gonna show in episode fifteen. I was getting ready to say. I was gonna say. I didn't even. No, I was gonna say. I didn't even see the next episode, and I believe that she believed them because that's where. Yeah, I, yeah. The way no, that. No, but I that would like make no. Oh, you know what? I can't even say that. God damn it! <laughs> I was gonna say something, but that was gonna allude to that. 45 she believed him. Second. Okay, I tell you what. I, no, I no, 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 no. I was gonna say something that alluded to that forty-five second click. I clip. I did. But you know what? We just one, we'll so go back a different quiet. direction. We'll go back a different direction. Okay. Let's go back to episode sixteen. And 16, when it was in the apartment, and she ran up on Ghost, like, I know you you trying to turn Tariq into the feds. Where do you think she got that from? She got that from Tate in this moment. Oh, five mm. episodes later? Okay, all right, well. But mm. it's the same day, though, Paris. It's not five episodes. all the same day. Mm. I don't believe she got that from Tate. I'm sorry. She did. We see him tell her this in this episode. Hmm. You know and what? The whole time, yeah, and no, right, it, it never crosses anybody's mind. It is, it's the rat faced Dre, right? Nobody ever thinks that. Come on now. I mean, Dre, we always think he is. I'm saying Tasha, Tasha, and Dre was the same one. It was in her face that day. So why would she not believe it would be Dre over Ghost? I mean, but I just Dre don't get told it. her the same thing, Paris. 
Dre told her the same thing that Ghost was trying to turn Tariq in for Ray Ray's murder. She got that from Tate. She reacted to that. That's why all this is that's what that's what lit her lit her fire right there. That's okay. what lit her fire. So by the time Ghost came to that penthouse, so that's why her edges went in the fire. I got it. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'm following. Oh Lord. It just goes to show how manipulative he is and how he will win at no cost. He doesn't want to lose. He's just like ghosts. He's just the political, the political ghost. That's all. They're the same person. <laughs> this is, you know what? That might be fact. I mean, they're the same person. One is just more, you know, ghost is more streetwise. Tate is more political and he knows how to get around shit. Doing it the legal way, but technically illegal, but legal. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, they're the same person. So I feel like that's why he like nigga. You so stunned this shit. I was like, God damn, bro, you let that nigga talk to you like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I think that would have kind of been a fist fight if that was me. I was like, like yo, ain't nobody gonna you know talk to me like just, like that. <laughs> he told that nigga. He said, nigga, you still here? <laughs> I was dead, bro. I was like, whoa, damn, that was totally different. So when I next thing. So in our next scene, we're back at Tate's family house, and he's taking the trash out, and that's when Carter right, runs up. Right, because he moved in, right? He ain't paying. Why? Money. Right? Why was he there? <laughs> why was he there? And why is he taking out the trash like he is a roommate? Like, what do you? What is that? Maybe, maybe this, maybe it is. Maybe Tate. Well, they had the son taking the garbage out. But why the was he even the there? That's what I'm saying. Like, he didn't go home. Why is he even at their house? Well, you know, because we even know that <laughs> Tate didn't have a home. home. We ain't never really seen his home. We seen him in hotel rooms. I think what they're trying to show us that he's there with his family during his time of need. So he's he's losing the government. Boo, so he remembers when, he, when he's losing. Okay, I got it. <laughs> well, that's yeah, well, that's how most people do. They don't think about you until they need you. Yeah, so at this point, he needs his family to kind of validate him or make him feel better about losing his governor's race or whatever. And of course, you know, we see the exchange between Carter and Tate. I could have, I, I could have, I, I could have. How did lived Carter there. find out where his brother lived at? He Do followed. We know? He had been following he him, followed obviously. Them. Yeah. Oh. I could have lived with Carter. Well, yeah, well, he said that with when he, yeah, because he said you, I knew you had to come out sooner or later. So yeah, he had followed him there. I could live with yeah, Carter he did killing say him that. at this point. He did say that to him. Yeah, he did. He did say that to him. He said, he said, I bet, he said, I knew you would finally come out. Yeah, that motherfucker waiting off in the dark, <laughs> the, the darkness and shit. I think they would have done better. I think they would have done better to leave that where it was and not kill Carter, especially if they're going to bring his character into book two or something like that. Because then you always sort of had that in your back pocket that there's somebody out there that got a vendetta against Tate. Like, I really feel like they, and the fact that his father had been grooming him to become this, you know, yeah, he fucked up with the gun and whatever, but that's not a mistake you make twice. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like they would have, I feel like they would have done better. No, it would have been like harder for him to get at him once he became, like, lieutenant governor, so I don't think that would have been, I mean, I don't see that. But the like threat would have been out there. I'm just saying that, that I'm just saying for the for the purposes of future, sto- for future storytelling, that threat would have always been out there. Well, we may still get that moment, maybe not like that, maybe not like that, but there was an Easter egg in there because, you remember, Tate asked him, Hey, did my father have uh, my number in his phone? What happened to his phone? Yeah. So I, I think there was an Easter egg there. On, well, that was for the police. They ain't for no hitman to come after him. No, but still, it, it, it ties him to these hitmen. It ties it ties him to a dead hitman, basically. So I mean that that puts Tate at 
in scrutiny when he becomes governor. And Lord knows if Ramona finds out about that shit, she, she all over that. But at the end of the day, who was the head hey, of the no. They essentially killed nobody at the scene. They just got killed. And of course, we see the brother take out Carter. And then the brother is suspicious now. He's like, you know, why is this dude following? Um, like, what is this dude here? Like, we didn't have no problems in this neighborhood till you came. Like, what's up with this? And then he just leaves. Oh, I just got a call from my campaign. Office. That's what I'm saying. Like, you don't have to answer no questions. No police show up. Well, no, no police lights. No nothing. Skipping. He he didn't. What? Well, you know, we we know the police came. But what happened was though, his brother and his they knew he was lying because they said, "Well, we don't have crackheads in this neighborhood." Because you know, Tate tried to push it off like, "Oh, who's the crackhead?" Yeah, crack he was like, he, he was, was like, man, he was a. He said he probably was, you know, he probably was gone off or something. He was like, "Well, we ain't had no crackhead muggins here, and God knows." Yeah, he said you would know that if you came around more often. If you came so around, they knew he right, was lying. Exactly. They knew, they he, was knew he was on bullshit. <laughs> I don't so, think yeah. they, they just covered it up and was like, okay, well, shit, at the end of the day, look like, you know, they got approached by somebody, they shot him, that was the end of that. So he leaves, and he we see him go back to the DNC, um, back to his office, and the DNC party is there, clean out his office, and of course, Stern shows up, and Stern is basically telling him that, uh, Stern and Wall shows up, and they basically tell him, like, look, endorse the ticket, you know, uh, it'll look good in your favor later on down the line. Um, and he basically told them he put them the fuck what out. they can do what they say. Yep. And he said, "Kiss my." He, he basically told them what, both, what they can do what they sell. Fuck you. <laughs> and then, of course, we see old messy ass Blanca show up, and this is the scene where we see her tell him that the case is over; they can't convict um, Ghost or whatever. So this is further fueling his fire now. At this point, the one Ghost dead because now what he was banking on ain't working out in his favor so now he's he's scrambling to try to pick up the pieces and of course we see Dre show back up because he, he called Dre that's why he paid Dre off that money to get rid of gold did we ever find out where that money came from did I miss that part like no. where's the where did he just got out no they didn't campaign they didn't. money that he was using that was probably campaign well my money, thing is yeah. this and I know I don't want to beat a dead horse but oh, my thing is this to- if we're he, left to assume that it's campaign money. Okay, and that's fine. But if he had $100,000 laying around, I know I'm beating a dead horse, but if he had $100,000 laying around, why he couldn't have told Coop, look, I'm going to get you, look, here's 20000 for your trouble. Because yep. he know he what type of dude he, he was dealing with. For nothing. That's what he just didn't, he thought they were just going to be like, okay, we'll go back home. He didn't want to have no, to he didn't. He knew. He knew who he was dealing with. He knew they wasn't just going to roll out. After they came all the way to New York, he, I agree, with Crystal. He should have uh, gave them something for their trouble. <laughs> he could have. He should have gave them something for their troubles and sent their ass on their way. Especially the way you wait. Remember how he called him up there when he called him when he was drunk? Just get your ass up here, nigga. Like so, they on, came dude, urgently. Real? They dropped everything and came right. Yeah, they like, dropped everything and came. Yeah, they. Sometimes it's easier just to pay somebody to get rid of them. If you had a hundred thousand dollars in your back pocket and dude was like, "Well, what about my time? What about my money?" And he was like, I'm not paying you nothing. No, 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 no. I'd have been like, yo, here go 20000 for your trouble. And, you know, I'll call you next time I need something. Like, that's that would have been, right. been the end of it. Anyway, I'm sorry. That's me beating a dead horse. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. we didn't see the no, brother. No, that's call. not really you beating a dead horse. That's just, that's you saying, like, keeping it a buck. Like, yeah, I mean. Now, and naturally, and nobody even said how much the hit was. How much you look? If someone was ready to, to cut with. it down, give him a coupon off. Like what? <laughs> right, I mean, dude, Dre would have done it for free. Like he shit. told you, Dre was like, "Look, I'd have done this shit for free." So you didn't even have to pay Dre. 
No, he had to pay. Dre was just capping because Dre needed that money to get the fuck out of town. He Stupid needed ass. that money. He was glad to get that money. Yeah. 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 Well, the baby Fast, mama was glad right. to get it. Dre was. He was definitely right. capping. He was just saying, "I would have no, the fuck you would, nigga. You needed the money." That baby mama was glad to get it. Yeah. Yeah, you right. Facts. 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 So the next scene we see is the brother calls and say, hey, I'm coming to pick you up. We need to get a statement about this man or whatever. The brother's picking him up. And that's when we really learn that the brother is suspicious of Tate. Like, yo, bad things always happen to other people, but work out in your favor. Like, I know you had something to do with this shit. Like, I I, I don't know what, but I know you had something to do with that. Like, I got the feeling that he was almost prepared to take his brother out. You know, because his brother was getting a little too close to the No, he wasn't going to do that. I think, uh, I, I, think, but what, I, think I think his brother whole, was ready to snitch on him. I, I think, think his brother was ready to snitch. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, my bad. I'm just saying. I think I, I don't think he was gonna t- ready to take his brother out, but I think when they, when they went that police police station, he was being interrogated. They were asking him questions, and he started telling them lies. And you sort of look at the and and the police was like. Well, you know, you one of us, and it's all good. And they fist bumped him. His mm-hmm. brother was about to be like, his the brother was like, well, what yeah, about? They were, they were yeah, he up. was about to start asking questions like, well, what about? And that's when they got the 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 news report in. But I think what it is is that you know how you always have the good brother and the bad brother. I think Tate was always the sneaky brother that would do anything yeah. to win, and then his other his brother was the, always the good one. So that because you know how he kind of went off like, oh, well, you got a pension, you got a family, you got this. Like they they uh, they had a little kind of civilry um sibling jealousy going on, and I think it was always yeah, I agree. Tate was always the one that would do anything to win no matter what it was. So his brother knows his brother. Like, right, Tay was him. always coming out on top. Right, like, and I know him. That. He yeah, stops we... at nothing to win. And we see that. He will stop at nothing to win. Yeah. And, of course, they get the call that there's a shooting at Truth, and everybody in the police department has to go down here to see what's going on at Truth. And the detectives right. invite. I, that was crazy. That was anyway. stupid, too. Right. And um, then, of course, the detectives, the dumbass detectives, I don't know what kind of homicide detectives these are that want to uh, compromise a crime scene by taking a civilian down to the crime scene. I I, I, I don't know what kind of police. Wait, these what's folks civilian? Do. Tate is a civilian. Oh, well, I, not I long know yeah, Tate is a civilian. Him. I kind of saw him like in there, and then they gave that speech. No, that's why he told him to stay his ass in the car. Right. Yeah, they, okay. they took him, but he they, got out on his own. Okay, that's what but I was they were they were comfortable with him coming along. Period. Because remember, one of the detectives said, "Well, what is he right, going to do? Right, tamper right. with a crime scene?" Uh, yeah, he would tamper yeah. with the crime uh, scene. That is exactly what he's trying to do. That's exactly what he's going to do. Right. But that was pivotal to him because he needed to make that speech. Well, so yeah. No, at that moment he wasn't looking at that. He wasn't looking at that as an opportunity to win. He was looking at it as an opportunity to get there and and get rid of evidence. Because remember, up until that point, he thought Dre had done it. Exactly, it was Dre. Right, it wasn't him. That was my point. Like he needed to say something and then spin it. He know how to spin shit. Nah, he was getting down there trying to make sure that Ghost was first dead too. If he was going to have to try to cover up evidence, get rid of evidence, and then at one point he was kind of suspicious. Well. Who's he dead? didn't even get that far. Because remember, he asked, he asked, well, who's dead? And he was like, I don't know. So he was kind of scared that did Ghost survive and Dre got killed. So let me get down here and see if I have to finish the job off myself or exactly. if I got to tamper with evidence. And then when he found out Ghost was dead, that he just seized that opportunity right there. Like, I'm finna run with this. And the brother standing there looking at him side eye again, like, you lying motherfucker. I know you had some. Because he, he pretty much admitted <laughs> to it to the brother in the car ride. Remember? Because he was like, well, Right, he talking about something. Well, what if? What if? I mean, right. maybe. I was like, dude, what? A, what? <laughs> 
like who gives who gives hypotheticals? Well, maybe I did give retro a hundred thousand dollars to kill Paris. What if that Re- happened? Yeah, listen, like, retro, retro, retro has been doing that since we were little kids. He always he always hey Crystal, he always be like, What if A happened? I have no idea. Y'all don't know how many days I thought this nigga was gonna take me to kill me. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wow. What kind of shit y'all had going on? Retro is Tate Senior. Do you hear me? Oh damn. Yes. No. He, he is that person. So, what if I did, or what if this happened? What would you do? Like, what? Whoa! Oh, this ain't about me. This ain't about. This is about. <laughs> He's like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Don't no, bring me okay. in. Okay. Nothing to do with this, okay? I don't know who. Don't bring me in here. I don't know what she's talking about. Anyway, um, so <laughs> back to the back to the story. <laughs> Luckily, story. we didn't have no cell phones back then. <laughs> oh, oh damn! I'd have had a Lisa Marie little foul in your ass. Anyway, so Tate gives this um, heartfelt speech, and of course, he soaks up all the press and all that. Right, his whole "Let's keep hope alive, and we all need to come together." He stole that shit from the pastor. He did steal that speech from the pastor. You're right. He he stole that shit from the pastor. And then, of course, the next morning, they back at the family's house again, and then Walsh comes in. He makes her get on her. He got a. He got that fresh pinstripe suit on. He make her get on her knees and, and beg him again. Then he end up putting her ass out. He sure and, did. Now that was that was slick. I ain't mad at that. Because he didn't need her at that point. They needed him. So he already knew, like, shit, I'm about to flip this shit around. The fuck I'm going to take lieutenant government. I could be the governor. Right. Yeah. And like you said, y'all the ones with egg on y'all face. Y'all the ones that, you know, picked up the drug dealer. Like, that was on y'all. That wasn't but me. But how did... Uh, how, what, what confirmation did we get out of his murder that... Now he's a murderous drug dealer. I didn't it, it wasn't. I don't think it was that. I think it was the assumption because it's like, okay, y'all just had hyped him up how, you know, he does this for the blah blah blah, and then now he got murdered in cold blood after his own, you know, announcement. Like they just, you know, they were just speculating. Yeah, so I think they just made written in yeah. stone. I just think it's like shit. Well, now he's dead. You can't do shit. He can't do a dead a dead person can't defend themselves. So it's kind of like, what you gonna do? You got, right. What, what happens when somebody gets murdered? What do they do? They're gonna pull that person's record and they go, Oh, well, they did yep. this and they did this and they did this. It could be like somebody broke in their house and killed them. They still gonna be like, Well, in 2005, he did this and he did that. And that yeah. they go, they, they ran record. down on uh, Walsh and put her ass on the bottom of their DNC. So no, they told her to take a fucking Uber, my nigga. Uh, Uber. No, they what he told so he said, if you don't like it, you can take an Uber, right? I, and she, and I guarantee you, she Uber. Did he say, No, she, she went outside. And probably took over because we never saw her again. Either way, they put her ass on the bottom there. She lost her spot. And then the next thing we saw, which we thought was going to be Ghost's funeral, but it's really just Tate making an announcement to the community about his run for governor and all this fake and phony bullshit. And of course, you see Ramona sitting on the front row. She looked mad. <laughs> Ramona right. was hurt. I felt sorry for her. And then he uses this opportunity to discredit her in front of press that she was having an affair or sleeping with James St. Patrick or whatever it is that he told the press about her. She, he was sleeping with a murderous drug dealer, I think is what he said. Murderous yeah. drug dealer. Right. Yeah. Right. Mary, yeah. 
I was like, yes, right. yes, nigga, do that. Yeah, he dog, he dogged her. Like he did, like he hit her with an uppercut on the way out the door. Like well, he she, really she deserved that because you know he felt betrayed by her. So it's kind of like, okay, well, shit. She ain't deserved that. She didn't really do him dirty like no, that. she didn't. Deserve she did that. what people do in politics. That's what people 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 in politics go with the winning team. She really didn't dog him that okay, bad. Okay, so all Retro did was do the same thing that she did to him. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Kate. I'm about to say, I'll take it. No, Retro would have did his. Oh, uh, Big Retro. Bro, what did you do? I don't know. Big bro, what I don't did know you what do to your sister? Bro. <laughs> Um, what did you do to your sister? Don't a worry lot. about her. She'll be removed from the I'm channel after this week. And she'll be, she'll be <laughs> out of this episode. Surviving retro <laughs> CG. I'm ready to tell my story. Oh, you don't damn. got a story to tell. Oh, I got plenty oh, of stories to so, tell. Hey, and so do surviving I. retro and CG so on Netflix. <laughs> and so do I. And it'll anyway, be a bestseller. It'll be a bestseller. Back, back to the um, story at hand. So next we see... Um, Tate, um, like he puts Ramona down everybody. We see Stern and giving him some money and Stern just joining the winning team. And then of course we see him back at the hotel. He's fucking Cassandra again. I'm fucking dog shit out of her. I knew, I knew, I knew it when he I saw him. I knew that way. I knew he was playing her. I knew it. I felt it in my spirit. Now, since we at we at this part, um, I feel like as far as that, that's why they introduced her and put her back into the uh his office. Okay. But they wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't really be able to use that part. You could have, but it wouldn't have really made sense. It still would have made sense because introduce they had to introduce her at some point before then. Yeah, because it was like okay, she it because it yeah because it's like at the when she was there in his office, she was trying to get him to give up, but now that he's like okay, I'm the man now, I'm good. She back like okay, well shit, I need to get on this side. This is the winning she thing. Clout chasing, yeah. Well, she could have yeah. she still she could have got what she wanted better if she just agreed to marry him in the first place. I'm mean, she should have did, and she, she still got the congressional seat she wanted. Should have got more, like stupid, like you dumb. Technically, she still can get it though. I but mean, she thought she thought he was on the losing team though. Like again, it's about being on the winning team. She didn't think it was going to get her what she wanted in the long run. Yep, same thing right. with Ramon. Same thing with Walsh. I mean, all of them. They had to go with whatever uh, how the things were playing out, and things weren't playing out mm-hmm. in Rashad's favor. So that's why nobody really backed him. And then at the end of the day, everybody knew that he was grimy and low down anyway. So. You know, yeah, he really don't got no friends in, in this whole situation. You know, they just with him because he's on the winning team right now, but they're not right. there because they want to be there. And that was the thing with Ramona. She didn't really want to be there to begin with. She wanted to be with James. And honestly, that's been the most realistic part of this season is the, the whole dynamic with politics. This is how politics goes. Like, that is, this shit is real. That's why like, the only that thing is, is how about politics works. Is the politics in the, in the show. Because people jumping from team to team, that is what people do. They go with the winning team. If they feel like you're not the winning team, then they right. Then they, they got out. no use like, for you. Yeah, yeah, they don't have no use for you. Like that, that has probably been the most realistic part of this. Like they go with the winning team. So after Tate get finished cracking her back, um, they get a knock at the door. Well, he fucked her too, back. Though, but I be looking like, damn, we be fucking shit out of her. Okay, I'm sorry. And then we see that it's Ramona <laughs> that shows up at the door. <laughs> 
can tell I'll be getting there, yo. <laughs> I'm sorry, my bad. My bad. My bad. So we, sorry, did, we we didn't see Ramona show up at the door. Now, what I wanted to see in the scene was her to blast his motherfucking head off. Like I wanted her to. Kill I him. thought that's what was going to happen when he opened God, the door. I, so I just knew he was going to get shot, and that. Oh, didn't I thought happen. she was going to jump in the bone and see my. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. Nah, she. You could tell she was. She was angry. She was hurt. Yeah, that she nose was, was flared up. I was like, oh shit. She the way she man. You see how she took her hand all the way back. She she slapped the dog shit out of him. She slapped the dog shit out of him. I mean, and well, she, she, like, I think, and I think she gave my hard fucking. You blame me for fucking Jamie when I didn't even get the dick yet. <laughs> right, like <laughs> she didn't even get it. Like, bro, she did not get that dick yet, homie. Not one well, time. I mean, she took her arm back as far as it could go, and she slapped the dog shit out that motherfucker. She was like, and what I thought was crazy was, and I'm glad her ass got played. Like, she really came down them steps. With her hair all over her head, naked and shit. Like, wait. she really had one to try. Like, she really had done something. Oh, no, because yeah. she really thought that she had got him back. Girl, bye. Right. She really thought she had won something. Like, I'm going to need you to go like, sit you down. You two deserve each other. You two deserve each other. And then he put her ass out, too. He was like, you know what? You're going to split that Uber you, with her. <laughs> he said, if you hurry up, you can split the Uber with her. Yes. And then he was like, and thank you for this hotel room. So he played her and got her to even get the damn hotel room? Like, yeah, she real? paid for the room. Damn. Hey, hey, you see how you put that smack down, bro? I'd have bought that room, too. Like, okay, daddy. <laughs> yes, yes. I go get that room for you, but ain't, hey, look, ain't shit. You know to what? It. I ain't fooling with that. <laughs> but basically, we leave this episode with um, Tate, um, then sitting down looking at the um, news report, and then of course this news report is different than the rest of them that we've seen on the next day. Yeah, we got more information. Yeah, we got more information in this one. In this one, we see the first look at the um, St. Patrick killer arrested. And they right. show they show tape, but they don't show the audience who the suspect is. So who do y'all think it was? Tariq. I don't know, but his mouth dropped. Like he, it, I would. I mean, Tasha. I don't want to say no. Chris, are you saying that or because because he y'all been spying and shit? I, I no, no, no. I'm saying I'm 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 just trying to think who else would it be because at this point I've there's been only saying three Tariq from left. the I've been saying Tariq from day one. I'm gonna say Tariq until they show me somebody different on that screen. I'm sorry. Y'all know and and Chris, you've been listening to my reviews. I've been saying Tariq from the first episode that so that's how it's gonna come down. So have Yeah, I. y'all all y'all all been saying Tariq with his old stinking ass. Oh. No, I said Tasha first. I said Tate, so I mean we clearly ain't Tate. Yeah, I just said I said it's more Tasha. I think it's Tasha. But, I mean, I think um, they were working together though. I think I think that whatever it is, even if Tariq didn't pull the trigger or Tasha didn't pull the trigger, they were in cahoots. They were working together. Well, we know yep. it's not gonna be everybody. We know it's not gonna be everybody. So at the end of the day, regardless of whether we've seen leaks or anything, if we're left with this last episode, we're down to the last three suspects. We know it's not going to be Sax. It will absolutely make no sense for Oh, Sachs. I forgot all about him. So that means he's got to be in the next episode, right? The, it, Sax they doesn't said they was putting the episode. So Sax is the last one. anything from Kill and Ghost. So at the end of the day, it's got to be either Tasha or Tariq. And I think it's going to be Tasha and her nappy wig that they show on the TV being arrested. Because I think that um, I think that what we saw that scene between Tate and Tasha, where Tate is telling Tasha that you know he's trying to turn, he's trying to get Tariq caught up. You got to save him. I think that was the moment when Tasha was like, 
we gotta fucking get rid of this nigga. Like right, I think I that agree. was the moment. I agree. Because we know at the end of the day, one thing Tasha been consistent with is protecting Therese. That's but the see, one thing she's been consistent with. I can't okay, wait, hold on. Let me give y'all another way to look at it. But see, I saw the 45 second clip clip. I know you did not crystal, but I know they saw the whole thing. I, so I'm gonna try to say it without saying it. So my issue is if that's the case, let me just go back to um the last episode. Wouldn't she have made sure that her name is at least going to be in the will if she's taking him out? Like, why would she fuck herself over? She doesn't know anything about that. She okay, thought, now I know. Okay, all right. Well, I, mean, I know that now. What, <laughs> what are you talking about? She. Oh, shit. No, 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 no. Um, Crystal, what I'm talking about, they showed when she met with Paz and she said he didn't leave me shit. But they never, they never showed us what Tasha did or didn't get in the will. No, I don't know. I'm guessing. I didn't, I didn't watch the last episode, so I don't know. What I'm saying okay. is that whole real situation. I didn't situation... see it at all. I'm basing it off of when her and Paz met. She said, I thought she said he didn't leave me nothing. So, no. Listen. Okay. Listen. I don't remember that. I could Listen. be wrong, in but I don't case, remember that. I'm going to go find that In this that case, thing. in Tasha's mind, in Tasha's mind, she's always thought that she was next up, regardless. Even in the divorce. Look how many times she took her ass down there to that lawyer office and thought that she was going to get half of everything, knowing that she had a divorce decree. I'm not a divorce Right. Decree. Not uh, a divorce. Well, listen, when her, when her and Paris was talking, she said, oh, he left you something. This nigga ain't leaving me nothing. I could have sworn that's what she said. No, she I could didn't. be wrong. I could be wrong, but I she don't didn't. remember her saying that. I don't know. She that's... did say that, right? She didn't. No, she didn't. Well, she alluded to the fact that she didn't get nothing based on, I mean, that's I what I I don't remember. I don't, I mean, I could be, I don't remember that, but it doesn't. No, it don't I think she said, matter. I think she said, she said he left Angie something. Yeah, she said, don't tell me he left Angie something. Because she came, and, she looked, she looked like she was Mad and she said no. She went She said no. He left something for me. Is what Pat. That's uh, what Powell said. said. Yep. He okay, left something well, for I mean, me. I don't. Okay. I assume that he didn't leave her nothing based on her attitude with Pod. But going back to Tasha and her ghetto mindset, she's a ghetto banshee. She thinks that because she is his <laughs> wife, she's entitled. Well, I mean, I would something. assume he would leave her something too because if they, I mean, if he dies, which hypothetically, based on this, he's dead. Why would if he, if he would not have he, had a will, if he would not have had a will, then she would have been executor of his estate. Well, and remember, remember if he if he updated his will as recently as after Angie died, then he damn sure made sure that Tasha only got what the fuck he wanted well, can, Tasha can to I have. Ask y'all exactly. Let me ask y'all a question because I'm I'm a little confused on the timeline. Um, so how long ago at this point is has Angie been dead? We're talking about a couple weeks at this point. Okay, this is yeah, only a couple, a couple weeks. weeks. Okay, see, I okay. So that's what I'm saying. If he made sure him. that he updated his will that recently, then that means he wanted to make sure. Well, I mean, hell, Whitney, Whitney they, Houston hadn't even updated her will. Like, they said it, though. They said it when Paz went in the office with the lawyer. He said that James came in three days after Angie right, died. Right, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So will. the fact that he made sure he updated that will tells me that he was clear on what he wanted people to have. And like, keep he in mind, what else sure. happened, what also what else also happened in those three days when he went to go update it? Will they went to their first divorce arbitration? So okay, right, the very second episode, the very second episode after Angie died, we see them at the divorce arbitration. But that was that's, that was because Tasha was pushing that. That's my point. They were in the process of divorcing. Okay, so, so in his probably, mind, he could have updated mind, and took he's, her out. He's he's already he's already making his moves for the fact that okay, hey, I got a prenuptial agreement that says she's not getting anything. So guess what? I need to go down here and change, make provisions in my will. But we don't know how that's going to turn out. We, well, we I don't. mean, based on her attitude, she made me feel like when she went in there, she was disappointed. 
based on how she was talking to Pi. So I assume he didn't leave her. Uh, I, I don't, don't know. I see disappointment in her. I don't think she oh. even got to the point where she even knew what was left in the wheel yet because she she passed pause in the hall. So you're saying she went, she saw pause before she even got back there. Is what yes. you're saying. Okay, they I thought in the hallway. Pause I, I was coming out and she was going in. I interpreted so. that she had just got done realizing she wasn't getting shit and then she ran into pause. That's what I interpreted it. Mm-mm, pause had just come out. And she okay. was coming in. Because she okay. was talking to the sun. Yeah, I did, I did not watch I did not watch the spoiler, um, Crystal. So I don't know what no, happened. No, it's, it's, it's cool. It, it, it's cool. Well, no, I'm just telling you, I didn't watch the spoiler. I did see a 45 second clip, but it had nothing to do with that. But then I was like, oh shit. So I got off of it because I really based <laughs> on what 50 Cent said, they're going to have several they have several alternate endings so we, I don't know yeah what see remember I, that's what I said last week didn't I say that so I don't but, know what's gonna happen I, I don't know who really did it if he, but I going back to these going back to these alternate endings and these leaks I mean at the I end mean, of at the end of each season for the last two or three seasons we've had episodes that have been leaked to us but he's and, never they've never said they've never they changed get alternate it. endings they've yeah, never they've said never, that they've never changed it um, right Listen to Courtney Kemp's interviews. Normally, I defend Courtney Kemp. Yes, you always do. You like going. <laughs> but I, I can't see after watching what I've watched. I can't see what alternate ending they could give us that doesn't discredit what they've shown us in these other episodes. Because at this point, there are only three other suspects. So at this point, you know it's got to be Tasha or Tariq. But in your, Tasha in your, and Tariq, when you heard alternate ending, ending, you felt like that man Ghost still ends up dead. Is the alternate ending. Ghost Either way, just the, Ghost, it's just a person. That's there's no, saying? there's no alternate ending where Ghost is alive. Okay. I mean, we saw him die in Tommy's hand, arms. So, well, we but that was Tommy, Tommy's perspective, his, right? Everybody, we we've learned from them going back over. Everybody's perspective was completely fucking different from what really happens. Okay. We've learned that much. What about the will reading? Okay, I, it, we're assuming that's the will reading. We don't know. What but do that happens look? if he's if that happens. I mean, listen, listen, that listen. Eighty percent of me believes that ghost is there, but the other twenty percent fan. Okay, yeah, yeah. right. Uh, no, that's what I. Of course, that's exactly how I feel. Like, but I, if he I was, was in witness to... protection, he would still be alive, and they wouldn't. But if he was in witness, but yes, they would in witness protection because you have to. If if how would they explain that? Just because he's in witness protection, he's dead. How would they explain not not distributing his um assets? How would they explain that? Right. Especially when he got kids and businesses and shit. He's mm-hmm. dead. For all intents and purposes, he's dead. And I can't I just can't see the DNC not realizing how much people want to kill this man and they just don't get ahead of it. Like that's just crazy. I mean, but I'm just you reaching. just saw that she flipped on him at the drop of a dime. They they're now in Because that's Tate. what politics is always about the winning team. Exactly. So now Tate's gonna be governor, so James is no longer uh James is no longer of an interest to the DNC at this point. And Ramona don't seem not that upset to me. Is it just me or? Well, she doesn't really have much reason to be upset. They weren't having an affair. They weren't yeah, in a relationship. She was falling in love with the man. It doesn't matter. They didn't have enough time to develop a relationship. So she's not grief stricken at this point. She doesn't have anything to grieve over. I mean, she's probably grieving what happened to him and what, what caused her career to uh, go down, but at the end of the day, she wasn't in love with this man. This wasn't an Angie and Ghost situation. Did. Oh, she was definitely falling in love with Ghost. Definitely. Yeah. No, a... I think she was. I think she was. I, I think she was falling in love with the power. I think she saw the potential in Ghost, and she was trying. Remember, remember, she came there in in um in scandal. 
She was trying to get get back on top. I don't think it was ever about. Exactly. Well, she didn't need those to get back on top. I think it was about to be a power. I think she was looking for a power move. Like, okay, if it it don't have to be a love match, like we can like each other, but it ain't got to be. And I can have some fun along the way. I mean, if that was the thing, she could have just did what Tate when Tate offered her. Like it would have been the same thing. But Tate wasn't the win. She she didn't see Tate as the winning team. Exactly. She She saw Tate as a loser. She I saw Tate as a loser to begin with. That's why she kept big up in James. That's why she kept promoting James. That's why she kept pushing James to the forefront because at the end of the day, she really didn't believe that Tate was the best choice for governor. That's why she worked harder to get Ghost this opportunity than she did for Tate. Okay, so, so let's just go. So the alternate endings that allegedly are out, not allegedly, that 50 Cent said it's out there. You believe, and no matter which one it is, it's just going to change who the killer is, not the fact that Ghost is dead. Correct. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But if it's, right, not, if it's not what is leaked from what y'all said, then who, I mean, that leaves, uh, that, it, it just goes downhill from there because then that opens us up. Like, okay. To be honest, to be honest, they, they really don't even need to change the ending at this point. They just need to let it be what it is. Well, maybe he won't change it. Maybe he was just lying. I mean, because I don't know no more. even if they change it, the outcome is still going to be the same on both okay. sides. The outcome is still going to be the same. Mm-hmm. I don't see where they could, if they changed it and gave a different outcome, then yes. I wish I could remember his words that he said because he said alternate endings. He said a lot of stuff. Well, they said they did some false endings. They did right. alternate endings, and then they did multiple endings. So right now they're probably looking at which is the which is the best one to fit in with the rest of the story. That'd be the only way. If they have an alternate ending that fits in somewhat with the rest of the story, and it's gonna have to be Tasha or Tariq. It's one of the two. Yep. Because we know it's not Sax. I mean, what, what all this that we've seen, how do Sax play? Let me tell you this right now. I'm gonna tell you this. I'm telling y'all this right here, right now. If it is Sax, you will not see me in book two. I'm no, sure. me neither. You won't see me either. You won't see me tonight. <laughs> I am a dizzo done if but they I do, do that. I do want Tasha to pay for her sins and I want Tariq to pay for his sins. I don't I'm not okay with feeling like Tariq is going to walk away clean. I okay, so my thing is what Courtney's saying, Courtney said, I mean, I mean I'm I, cause you know Chris is an advocate for Courtney. So Courtney said one person will get a happy ending, right? So that has to be false because Tommy clearly ha- is gone off to California. Tommy got the happy ending, so that means yeah, that he's Tommy the only one that got the happy ending. No, no, no. We still have one more episode, and allegedly there's gonna be somebody else with a happy ending, so that can't be true. That's what I'm saying. So, so there is a lie somewhere. Where is the lie? That's what I want to know. Well, it depends on what to you me, consider. To me, it probably gets a happy ending, and everybody else goes. To but I think it's. It but that goes back to your you definition consider, of happy. Exactly. It depends on what you consider what? a happy ending, because at the end of the day, Tommy not is dead one. or in jail is a happy ending. Then that's Tommy. Well, then that's your definition, yeah. Then that's right now, so far, that's Tommy. Okay, so then yeah. what happens to Tyree, Tasha, and Sex? But what I'm saying is a happy ending, that's your definition of a happy ending. Like, the fact that you didn't, you're not dead or you're not in jail, but think about it. Tommy still got a bounty on his head. Tommy still got the Italians looking for him. Tommy and his mom, his mom just basically told him, you ain't shit. You ain't well, never he didn't care. You know, Kate so, was never really the best mom. He don't and he him. lost his whole family. He no, he cared. No, that shit hurt. He cared. They had a crazy relationship, but he loved his mother. Like they had a 
crazy relationship, but it was right. I mean, love. yeah, he loved, but he's okay. He's going to California, got his car fixed. He's good. But he that's what I'm saying. He's not that. okay. But that's what I don't think. That, I don't agree with that. I don't uh, agree okay. with that either because you got to look at what all he's lost. He's lost Lakeisha. He's lost his family. He's lost Ghost. He's lost Tasha. And, he's and lost the, Tariq. The mob is looking for him. The mob has a hit out for him. He's lost his mama. He's lost Holly. He's lost his unborn child. He's lost his apartment in New York. He's lost his business. He's I mean, lost he's his got to all over again. Well, he, he, has, just, he, he said he was going to California and it's even bigger out there. The distro's bigger, so I think he'll be but fine. But he never planned to go there. That was out of necessity, not that out of... That was a necessity, right. I agree yeah. with that. I agree with that. That wasn't that wasn't part of his grand scheme of plans. His grand scheme of plan was to stay in New York and continue to run his operation. But, you know, and then he lost he lost BG. He lost his whole crew. Yeah, I mean, he lost his real family. He lost his auxiliary family. He lost his crime syndicate family. Like, he, all he has is that car that Ghost gave him. Yep. Like, the only happy part about it is that him and Ghost came to some sort of amends at the end. And they, you know, but even with that, he blames himself for that. Because he, in his mind, he could, if, if it really is Tariq, in his mind, he could have stopped it. If exactly. it was Tasha, in his mind, he could have stopped it. Because had he killed he's Tasha, lost, Tasha he's lost Kanan. He's lost Kanan. And then at the end of the day, the last thing he was left with, Tariq trying to set him up to get killed. So Tommy has lost a great deal. But I get what you're saying, Paris, because at the end of the day, he still is alive. He, yeah, I mean, I get your point. He took the I money, mean, he took the car, and he had to, and we and we clearly know Tyree set him up. He didn't kill Lisa Marie. And I think he I think he left content. That's what I feel. I feel like he he, he tried his best, it didn't work, and now he's starting over. And he's not going to jail. Yeah, I mean, I get your point about him happy, but I'm saying going back to Courtney Kemp's statement, it's not necessarily a lie based on how Courtney Kemp is viewing happy. That's all I'm saying. Well, we can't say that's not a lie because we got to see the next, the last episode. So what to you would justify the other characters that's left? Tariq, Tasha, and Sage? What you mean justify? What you mean? What, 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 what would you consider a happy ending for them? I don't know. I want all of them to go to jail. Well, you know that's not going to happen. So, what's the alternative? <laughs> you know that's not going to happen. I don't got one. For me, if Sachs is prosecuted and sent to jail, I can live with that. Clearly, somebody clearly wants. No, Sachs got to catch a bullet for me. I got to say, Sachs needed to. But there's die. nobody left to kill him. Everybody that wanted him dead is gone. Clearly, clearly, one of them make it because how would there be a book too? Somebody's got to make it. So, besides Tommy. So obviously something else is going to happen that we that we that we have foreseen. I think Y'all we're seen, putting but I more thought into book two than necessary, and I get that we're only going off of what we've heard. We've okay. heard that book two is supposed to be about Tariq, but just keep in mind what we're seeing with the new characters now with Method I don't Man. think it's going to be about Tariq as much as we thought it was because Mary so Blige is the star. I it's called so Ghost, so I'm kind of confused. I think Tariq will have. He'll be a recurring character. I'm not going to even say a, a recurring character. He'll be a series regular. He'll be a series regular, but I don't think there's going to be much story around Tariq. Tariq is going to be a backstory. He's going to be a backstory that's going to come as he gets older in life. No, they're going to have to bring. They're going to have to bring him back in when they when the ratings go sucking. Nah, I don't think that the fans are going to want to see. To me, they'll do better off with just not having Tariq in season one at all of book two. Or maybe towards the end. I mean, because season one is only eight episodes. So mm-hmm. maybe if they bring him in at like episode five and we get him in three episodes, okay, yeah, we can deal. But I don't want to watch whole eight episodes of Tariq. 
I don't care. I know what happened to him. I, good for Tariq. I don't want to deal with him. I want I want y'all to take the time and develop these new characters that y'all are giving us instead of focusing on old characters that we've had six seasons to learn. I don't want to deal with Tariq. So I feel like if they're going to use Tariq in book two, bring him in later on down the line. But y'all got too many new characters now that y'all got to start developing story arcs for rather than us spending time with Tariq. Fuck Tariq. Tariq need to be dead laying next to his daddy. That's that's oh, where well. Tariq need to be at. Well, tell us how you really feel. I can't stand a little bastard, man. That's an evil little motherfucker. <laughs> True. Him and his nappy head mama. I can't stand her. Oh, Lord. Not the nappy head mama. That bitch, oh, I can't stand her. I hate fucking oh, Tasha. I hate hey. fucking ghosts ever dealt with her ass. Get her ass. Oh wow! Okay. Have smart chicken well, head. Okay, well that that's pretty much. Uh, <laughs> he got a okay. half chick, a half smart, a half head. smart chicken head. I've never heard of a half smart chicken head, but all Listen, right, poor poor yes, poor yes. She ain't got no decent family in her life. Her mama ain't shit. Her brother ain't shit. Oh, her daddy damn. did. Her sister did. Her uncle don't ran off to California. Poor yes, you right. You might as well no, go ahead and send her over grandma. there with Dre Mama. <laughs> you might as well send her over right. there with Dre Mama and let Dre Mama raise in church. Oh, Lord, not Dre Mama. A <laughs> grandma ain't Listen, shit Listen, are, are any of them going to get funerals? Dre, uh, a ghost, anybody? Nobody? Dre, Dre don't get no funeral. He got cremated. <laughs> 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 right. His mama, his mama just gonna get them ashes. That's what gonna he's gonna do. We don't gotta introduce the house. Yeah, they're gonna be at the house. She gonna get them she gonna get them ashes in that DLC urn. Yep. yep. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, guys, y'all are a mess. So we're gonna go ahead and wrap up this week's episode. Uh you can follow the show at TSF Entertainment on YouTube as well as Instagram. You also can send us voicemails. We definitely want to hear from you guys. I know um, it's the last episode, but um, we got a lot of different content that we can do for Power while we go on the last episode. So we want to hear y'all theories, your thoughts, your suggestions. So you can email us at info at tsfentertainment.com or you can send us a voicemail through Anchor at TSF Entertainment. Um, Crystal, how can we find you on social media? You can find me at Really B TV on YouTube, and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Really B TV underscore on YouTube. Paris, how can we find you on social media? I am on Instagram, Paris the Boss. Marvin, you can find me on IG Juggernaut underscore of underscore souls. We appreciate everybody listening to our show, and we'll see you guys next week. Peace. We out. Peace. Peace. Later. You are now listening to TSF Entertainment Podcast.